Matthew show. I almost said faith, life, and politics, but it's really life, love, and liberty. <laughs> Same thing. Happy election day to you, 2022. This is the day the Lord has made, and we should rejoice and be glad in it. Good afternoon and welcome back to my show. Yes, today is election day, 2022. This is midterms day. This is a very important day. Uh, many of you are sitting on pins and needles, or many of you are just gloatfully thinking that we're going to just, you know, overturn the Senate, I'm sorry, the House and the Senate, and we might. We may very well do that. We should. But I'm going to ask you and encourage you to manage your expectations because that's the smart and sober thing to do, right? It is It is a good way to uh, protect your heart, A, not to put your hope in politics, but I know many pastors I'm seeing are telling their congregations not to even be involved in politics, and I would I would say brouhaha to that. That is absolutely not true. We are called to be in, um, we are called to occupy whatever territory, you know, we've been birthed into, and if you are a legally voting citizen in this country, um, if you're a legal citizen in this country, then it is incumbent upon you to engage in the political process, right? doesn't mean you have to die in the politics and the weed of the politics, but it means that uh, you are in fact engaged. I mean, that's our civic duty, right? So kudos to those of you who have already voted. Uh, to those of you I, who have sent in your absentee ballots, I would encourage you to keep up on your Secretary of State's uh, websites, your in your registrar's offices, however it is that you can tap into your own uh, vote to make sure that it has, in fact, been counted. I know in the state of Georgia, there can be some confusion if you cast your ballot. Um, oh, gosh, early voting can sometimes appear as an absentee ba- ballot. So don't freak out, and you don't have to start shouting from the rooftops that it's the safest election in history again and all that. Just, you know, call the Secretary of State's office. Uh, make sure that, you know, that's all on the up and up. But that was the deal in 2020. Um, if you voted early, then your vote was appearing as an absentee. It was cast absentee. I don't know why that is. I have no idea. Call Brad and ask him. But I don't know what your respective state does with absentee ballots, but I would encourage you to keep up with your vote um, and make sure that it has, in fact, uh, been counted in, in counted in the way um you know, that, that you, uh, have voted. So there, um, now I want to encourage you to gird up, put on that helmet of salvation, breastplate of righteousness, belt of truth, sword of the spirit and uh, shoes of peace, right? You've done what you can up to this point. Pay attention, eyes wide open. If you run into issues, like I said yesterday, I'm encouraging you. I hope that you did not run into issues, uh, but if, in fact, you did, where it appears to be that there's uh, election interference, um, I'm going to encourage you, you know, to once again, I hope that you will follow through on the paperwork that you have filled out 
um, you know, law enforcement that you may have had to engage and or news affiliates, uh, you know, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to do that. You're not doing anything unlawful. You know, there's nothing illegal about that. It's called protecting your vote. And when people are doing things that are illegal and you see it or you see some form of interference, you don't have to go nuts over it. You can actually inquire and you can bring law enforcement into the equation. Uh, you can bring management into the equation, your respective um, precinct managers, chairs, all of that. You know, take the time to do it. And I think people have been so programmed to just get online and complain, right, and just pound sand. And and it's like, well, what have you done to actually mitigate it on your local level? I mean, you know, if you're tired of the FBI getting involved in everything, then quit inviting them into the equation, right? You have local sheriffs for a reason. They have a hell of a lot more power than you guys give them credit for. So I'm going to encourage you to tap into local and state law enforcement, um, you know, and then take your piece. You've done what you can do by casting your vote. And, and whatever's going to happen is going to happen. We've been in captivity for two years, spiritually and otherwise, and uh, actually been in captivity for pff, decades in this country, spiritually speaking, but for, for sure, geopolitically, we've been in captivity. Um, and spiritually for the past few years, that's obvious. I mean, we're not thriving. We're not prospering. We are, we are surrounded by liars and thieves and political whores. And so that's captivity land. <laughs> but we haven't been abandoned, right? And, and you still have lives to live. You have neighbors who don't vote like you, who don't believe like you, who aren't, you know, they're not like you. Okay, you can still be neighbors, Right? You still have to get along with people in your communities. We can't all run out and create Republican silos. Even though I know some folks in the black community, the foundational black community, the Black Lives Matter black community, they're like, we're, we're buying up towns and black people only. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I thought a lot of people fought long and hard for us to actually, you know, um, leave <laughs> that that horrible way of thinking of segregation is best, right? I thought we ended with that. But, you know, again, here's my attitude about that. You don't want me in your city? Okay. You don't want me in your county? Okay. There's plenty of other land in this country. We don't have to share the same county. Do your thing. I mean, why would you? That was always my take on 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 the whole gay bakery stuff, right? And it's like, Matter of fact, so much so that I used to, well, you talk about blowing up the skirt of the church. I would have people, I, on my website, I had links to gay bakers, right? I mean, I, well, actually, I had links to the, um, you do realize that there's like a pride yellow pages. And so these are all just kind of like the black pages where they're all black owned businesses. Um, and so the the gay community has their own uh yellow pages, if you will. And so I put that on my website. I was like, here, here's the deal. If if you're going to celebrate your homosexuality and you have a particular moment that uh, that you're going to celebrate, wouldn't you want to be surrounded by people who are celebrating with you instead of dragging others who don't want to celebrate with you, who don't agree with your celebration, who have First Amendment protected rights 
of not agreeing with your celebration, um, would, wouldn't you just rather forego all of the legal brouhaha and drama to find people who are super creative who would love to bake your cake? And then you would be supporting your own community. Doesn't that make sense to you? It did to me. So simple, right? Like who, who, God, who cares? Go find someone who wants to celebrate with you. I mean, again, I'm a very rational person when it comes to stuff like that. And I think I've just spent so much of my life rejected from different groups that you just do come to this place where you're like, okay, that's cool. You know, I, I'll just create my own whatever. But I don't think that's healthy in terms of being completely segregated. You can't. It's a little bit less like a nation. <laughs> it's a little bit less like a unified nation, right? So I don't encourage segregation. I don't. Although I do think, you know, hey, if you, there are places in Atlanta that are like basically all black communities. Okay. Do your thing. Right? There, but in terms of like legislating or mandating that only black people or only white people can do this, you know, and some folks would be like, well, Monica, you know, that's how it's been in this country for years. You know, black people just now able to get into certain country clubs. Well, that's actually true. Now we'll say this about that. Um, I think that if you have a private organization that is membership only, absolutely you should be able to choose who is a member of your organization. Again, I'm not offended. I don't think Chick should have ever been allowed into membership at Augusta. I thought that was the worst decision ever. And I still do. I don't agree with it. And I'm a professional, successful businesswoman. Don't agree with it. I used to attend these meetings for the for the Robert Burns Society. And they were awesome. And I was a guest. And women just are not allowed to be members. And, and there were a couple of liberal, lovely gentlemen, but they were liberal who were lobbying for me to be able to become the first female member. And I'm like, oh, no, you don't. Mm-mm. No, no, no. We're not doing that. Not on my watch. I won't even let you nominate me. No. I believe that there are places that should remain sacred for people to coalesce, hang out, chill out, share ideas, share their culture, their ethnicity, whatever. I'm not bothered by that. I don't know why anyone would waste any time being bothered by that at all. But whenever it comes to, you know, public spaces and jobs and career opportunities, you know, you should still have standards by which you hire your employees that have nothing to do with skin color or sexual orientation unless you are within the boundaries of a religious organization. That should absolutely be protected. But when it comes to, you know, your engineering firm, your legal firm, your software firm, you know, manufacturing, whatever, uh, your car dealership, get over yourself. My gosh, you know, all this affirmative action crap. And why am I going on and on about this on election day? Because all of this is exactly how we got here. Because politics is still downhill from culture, even though it is trying to present itself and and, and proudly bloviate and show its feathers as above you, it's not. It is not above you. You create the culture because you are the culture. And you create the political climate. Right? I hope you know that. So, I'm not going to be on here long with you today. I am actually in Virginia. And I am... Uh, working alongside my brothers and sisters who um, are part of Liberty OVE. 
libertyove.com. Uh, it is my newest endeavor. I'm very grateful to be a part of this. Uh, this is helping men and women first responders, uh, as well as veterans with PTS, PTSD, better known to most of you. Um, and it is a particular protocol that has been um, adopted by Liberty OVE. It is called TRIP, and you can find out more about that on the website. But I am here working with um, some very awesome friends of mine who are uh, who are part of the technology world, um, as well as you know being able to reach people very, at lightning speed, um, who are helping us put together um, an information highway, if you will that will hopefully allow us to be in a position to save lives of our first responders. Um, As um, our founder, uh, Michael Murray, has said on the Stu Peter Show just last week, uh, the numbers actually double whatever people are telling, actually closer to triple whatever the numbers are coming out telling you about um, suicide, military suicide. It's not 22 a day. It's over 60. So that's a problem. And I believe that there is a way to unlock the mind from this vicious um, cycle that it, that it is on that becomes this autonomous um, zone in the body that affects, you know, every aspect of someone's life. And you don't have to be a first responder to, to have lived through or be living with PTS. I mean, anything can happen in your life that becomes a trauma point. I've seen it in ministry for 12 years. It becomes a, a doorway, an entry point um, for all kinds of spiritual activity to take a foothold, as well as chemicals, uh, you know, uh, electri- electrophysiology becomes altered, um, you know, as a man thinketh, so is he. Uh, your chemicals in your body become altered, and before you know it, you have a totally different way of thinking and feeling and breathing and moving and having your being. And many people end up on all kinds of medications, um, many different divorces, relationships, children suffer. Um, you know, it, it is a burden on the healthcare system um, as well, you know, and they're not cared for by the VA to the extent that they should be. People are shamed, they're guilted over their own mental health issues that really have been perpetuated on the battlefield and off. And if you have ever rolled up on an accident, talk about first responders, if you've ever rolled up on an accident, you know, I used to think that I was Billy Badass working in um, emergency peds, volunteering rather, um, emergency pediatric room, um, in a, a pediatric emergency room. Uh, but what you don't realize is that they're cleaned up by the time they get to you. I mean, and they may have their leg behind their head or uh, almost torn off, but they're still cleaned up. You're not rolling up on a scene where children are completely, they don't look like human children anymore from a car accident. And you don't readily get that vision out of your head once you've seen it. And so that is a trauma point. And I can speak to that from, you know, firsthand experience. And so there's a way to disconnect, you know, anatomically, if you will, um, through, I say that anatomically, like someone's going into your brain and disconnecting the prefrontal from your amygdala. 
<laughs> that's not what's happening at all. Again, you can go read the trip protocol, uh, but it includes, you know, different modalities that are involved in this. And, um, but it's great. It is like peer to peer capability. Um, you know, many times in ministry, I got to tell you, if I didn't have the shield of the Holy Spirit, uh, you know, the oil of the Spirit over me, I would have gone home traumatized after the things I've heard over the years, as you can imagine. And so that's why nothing really surprises me about people um, and about our condition as, as humans. And that's why I get so passionate about people who manipulate other humans, whether it's through, um, you know, for nefarious purposes, uh, people who manipulate through wordplay, media, um, it's just, it's sinister. It is, mal- it's malignant is what it is. It comes from the enemy's kingdom. It comes from Satan's kingdom because it's maligning. And it's usually maligning God's creation in some way, shape or form. So I get very passionate about that because it does cause a lot of unnecessary trauma in the human psyche. And then we are not a productive society on any level. We become, you know, pill poppers, um, you know, galore. And how do I, and I don't say that to shame anyone, trust me. Um, but I say that because we keep big pharma and, you know, all of that in business because we just refuse to seek healing. And there are modalities and there's a Holy Spirit who is more than willing to heal you, whether it's one-on-one or through a particular modality. I do believe that healing is possible. And it may not happen instantly, but I do believe that's his will because he says so. So anyway, happy voting day to you. Happy voting day to you. I hope it turns out the way you want it. Happy voting day to you. Yes, I will be there working with my brothers and sisters. So please keep me in your prayers. Please go to libertyove.com. Uh, Check out what we're doing. If you are so inclined to uh, share that with your friends, please do so. They are they do take uh, donations and contributions. It is a 501c3. I am very honored to be a part of the board. I do not receive any compensation for that or for presenting this to you. My compensation is on the other side of eternity. Whenever I meet my maker and hopefully he's going to look at me and be like, Hey girl, welcome my good and faithful servant. I love you. And thank you for helping your brothers and sisters leading people to the truth and out to freedom through his holy name and through the awesome technology that he gives us and the insight to our own psyches, right? You guys take your peace. It may or may not turn out the way we think it will. Don't get stupid and start gloating over our success either. Like, get down on your knees and be grateful. Host a fast, take communion, do something to thank our Father if, in fact, we do have a red tsunami. God bless. Be good to your neighbor, beginning in your own mirror. And remember, if you're an American, go to my website and also go to monicaprotectswithgold.com and hedge your portfolios and act like one.